You're listening to the Wedding People podcast, hosted by Rihanna Elizabeth and Rebecca Brennan-Brown. On this podcast, we talk about all things wedding. So if you're getting married and want to know wedding planner secrets, this is the show for you. In this podcast, we may say the odd naughty word. So if you don't want to hear us dropping the F-bomb, we suggest that you listen to us later. You can find more helpful information and show notes at www.theweddingpeoplepodcast.com. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Hi guys, it's Rebecca here and today I am the voice of the Wedding People podcast. I'm here to let you know that next week we've got something pretty bloody cool launching and we're excited to share it with you. If you love the podcast, we promise you'll be very interested. So you can stay up to date with notifications on the launch by either going to our website, which is www.theweddingpeoplepodcast.com and signing up to the email list. Or if Instagram's your thing, you can go on Instagram, go on our stories and there's a little one of those countdown timer thingies i don't know what that is rihanna deals with our instagram but yeah we're really excited to reveal to you what our lockdown project has been and yeah we're really looking forward to sharing with you so it'll be going live on the 30th of july so set a timer in your phone sign up to the email list go on instagram just do all the things we promise you won't regret it what would you like to talk about today rihanna I would like to talk about wedding planning essentials. What does that even mean? (laughs) Kind of... Who knows? It's provocative. (laughs) Who knows? Basically, a list form of tools and things that you would need to kind of use as a base for your wedding planning journey. Yeah. Mine's like a list of stuff I use all the time. Yeah. Basically. We'll touch on directories, website builders, registries, and apps and whatnots that you would find helpful to kind of go through the entire process from start to finish. Yeah. Yeah. Shall I start? I know what you're going to start with and what's right at the top of her list. Go on. Oh, no, I'm just going to get it out of the way. That's why I thought I would start. So we just have to talk about Asana now and then we will just not talk about it for the next however long. There are other But it's platforms so good. <laughs> there are other platforms available, but are they as good as Asana? Probably not. Well, no, I've used that's, yeah, so people, some people do prefer Trello, and I think you like, I think it's a Marmite thing that like you fall into one camp or the other. Um, For people who don't I, know what Asana I, is, please explain to them what Asana is. Asana is a project management system. It is free, and it basically lets you create to do lists, and you can assign them dates, and you can assign them like people to do certain tasks. So, for example, we have our shopping list on Asana and I'll like assign bits to Fraser that I wanted to go and pick up. But for wedding planning, I have a different board for every couple and then within that board I have it broken down into the sections of like things that I need to do for the catering, things I need to do for the venue. I also use it as a place to store like a question log of questions that I need to remember to ask the venue or the couple or whoever. Um, I basically just use it for everything you should be their spokesperson <laughs> i know so I, I know it's sad but i couldn't actually live my life without it asana is very good i do use it um i have used trello in the past um my stationery designer for my wedding stationery created a trello board so that i could keep track of everything and then i could upload inspiration and she could see it so it's a really good way for suppliers to kind of share stuff um you could also use google drive 
um, because yeah. you can upload documents as well. You can have that shared as well. as uh, Just like Trello and Asana, Google Drive is also very good because you can use kind of Excel spreadsheet type system. And I, yeah. I use Google Drive a lot and I, I for file sharing, I think it's really, really good. So I don't use Asana as an out-facing thing. Like it's my internal system, whereas I know Asha... Um, who's your stationary designer uses it as an outward facing platform yeah for outward facing things that other people need to see i create a website page for each of my couples so they have like a a login for them yeah they have a login yeah. and like a i don't know what the right word is portal that's the word yes portal. yeah kind of like portal. a portal that they can like send all the stuff onto their families and stuff like that um and it's effectively my internal version of a wedding website um which obviously wedding websites are super popular now i don't know if there's anyone in the world who's getting married that doesn't have a wedding website these days and yeah they're a super super useful tool to have i personally prefer wix i think wix is the best builder that gives you the most flexibility but it's also really easy to use yeah Um, but it does it is expensive with joy and Wedding Wire also allow you to create a free website. I do think Wix is the best, especially if you're looking to have something a little bit more bespoke. The costs are quite low for Wix, and then you can also have your mm. own um, domain, and you can make it like exactly how you'd like it to. That's what I use my platform. Um, that's what I used for my wedding website, and I am not someone who is very techy, and I don't like building websites, and I found it very easy to use. Um, so for people who think, oh God, I can't, I can't do that. Trust me. If I can do it, you can do it. <laughs> but, I'll vouch for that. Yeah. Rebecca will vouch for that. But I do think, I think it's about what, a hundred pounds for the year to have one. The... That, yeah. So I got yours on a deal. So they do deals all the time. Yeah. Like 50% off deals. There's one on at the moment. Um, at the time of recording this, I don't know when it's going to end. Um, but they do 50% off deals all the time, which brings it from, I would say if you pay full price, you're paying about 150 160 and then you can get it for, um, yeah, about 90-ish, something like that, once you've added taxes and stuff. Mm-hmm. But there are others, so depending on where you are, you've got Riley Gray, which I think they're American brand, and then you've got um, Wedding Wire and Joy, etc. So you can have a look. I do really like Joy. Yeah, they've, they've got some really lovely templates. So you can literally yeah. find someone that's going to... You go go there, you click that, say, that looks nice, change your name, and then off you go. So there's going to be something out there that works for you if that's what you want to do. And it also helps save on tons of stationery because you don't have to worry about having detailed cards and travel information on there. You could literally send them directly to the website and then you've saved a lot of money on printing um, and stationery design. Do you want to... Do you want to say something? <laughs> or do you want me to pull something? <laughs> do you want to say something? Say this something. is a podcast. You say something. So there, I think, a good place to start is like a where to find suppliers. And obviously, as uh, wedding planners, we look for suppliers all the time. Yeah. And we do have a that thing what everyone calls a black book of suppliers but they're not always suited to everyone for example at the moment i'm looking for a makeup artist that does something a bit different and i don't know anyone who does this style and i'm really finding it hard um what sort of different 
like not traditional bridal more personality I guess than just the natural look like there are a lot of MUAs that just do a very natural bridal look and I'm finding it quite hard to find someone that does something a little bit more funky that isn't really heavy like stage makeup okay do you know what I mean like so I'm looking for somewhere in between there because I've got two brides actually who are looking for more of a like orangey kind of greeny just something a bit different and for something like that where I would always look is Instagram yeah and particularly for it we, we said on a podcast yesterday that it's sometimes difficult to find people on Instagram because you might fall in love with someone and then realize that they're in a completely different country or on the mm. other side of the world to you um, but what I tend to do is search what I'm looking for. So if it's photographer, for example, search photographer and Kent or Essex or wherever you are and look at the hashtags and see what comes up. Yeah. Um, because I hashtag all of my posts, Kent Wedding Planner. Um, and I know quite a lot. I found a lot of videographers through searching the name, and, like the type of supplier and then the location. Yeah, of of course, when it comes to suppliers, it's always good to find out if your venue have a list of approved suppliers or recommended ones that they've worked with before because they all know the space. But again, you've also got directories that you can go to. Obviously, the main ones being Hitched, Guides, Brides and Bride Book. And you have got the five star weddings if you're looking for something a little mm. bit more luxurious. So directories have been around for donkey's years. Yeah, and um, some of the blogs have directories if you like a certain blog mm-hmm. style. So like if you like Festival Brides, for example, Festival Brides have got a supplier directory and so do Rock My Wedding and the not other blogs like that. Yeah. yeah. For venues, um, Coco venues oh, will always be my favourite. At the top of my list. And they are actually the only venue search company that I've put on there. They're where I found my venue, really. I mean... They have the dreamiest collection of venues. I really love the way that their site looks. The aesthetic is lovely. It's really easy to look at and it's really easy to use. So it's really user-friendly. And for me, it's just my favourite one. Yeah, they put in a lot of effort to filtering all those images the same. Oh, but yeah. But it looks really good. It looks great. So big shout out to Coco and Venues because they are our favourites. And then, yeah, also the other thing, if you need a supplier recommendation and you're not sure, ask a wedding planner. Like, yeah. ask a local wedding planner. Someone will help you. Like, don't feel like you need to um, be working with a wedding planner for them to give you recommendations. Like, just drop mm-hmm. a message on Instagram. So, what shall we talk about? <laughs> so, I'm going to talk about wedding apps. My favourite wedding app is Bridebook because I feel like it's, again, very user-friendly and you can kind of have your whole checklist on there, guest list on there, favourite suppliers, all of that kind of thing. And it's a a name that we all know and you can also use the online directory at the same time. Um, The Knot also has one. And if you're looking at colours and you love colours, you can download the Pantone app because then you can keep track of all the colours that you like for your colour palette and your styles. And then you kind of go into GIF registry. Yeah, the Pantone app's brilliant. I love the Pantone app because you can take like... Say you're looking at like a really nice sunset, for example, mm-hmm. you can take a picture of it and Pantone will tell you the colours. Yeah. Um, it's a really, really useful tool for stuff like that. 
Another app that's actually really great for your wedding day itself is Wedpix, and my friend used this for her wedding abroad. So it's an app that you download and it allows your guests to take photos and upload them all to one place so everybody can see and share it. So Mm. that's also quite nice because then it allows you to download them um, and you can order prints after as well. So say that somebody's taken a great photo because we all know that you can get a really good photo nowadays from an iPhone and you're thinking, that is excellent, I want to download that, then you can actually order the prints directly and have physical copies of them. And a couple of other apps that might you might find helpful obviously pinterest everybody knows about pinterest and there's also evernote which is a great again i should have actually put this at the beginning when we talked about asana but i used to use evernote all the time and it's really good for doing to-do lists and notes and i think it's actually a little less intense than some of the boards Mm. like trello so if you're just looking for something that's a bit more of an upgraded note form yeah then then I, i would suggest evernote yeah, Finish. I don't get on with Evernote, but I do know that it um, a lot of people like it. Yeah. Just on Pinterest, obviously I use Pinterest all the time, yeah. but every time we talk about Pinterest, I just like to accompany it with a note that Pinterest should be used as an aspirational source, not something that you should replicate. Because, yeah. as we've said multiple times before, most of the things you see as shoots it's not achievable to most people mm-hmm. so don't look look at those images for inspiration and look at what you can take from those and do in your own way rather than looking at it thinking that you need to replicate it or your wedding will be crap because that is just not the case exactly yeah a bit like instagram as well to be fair because a lot of yeah. what you see has been edited it's been styled and it's been shot um to yeah. look that way so you might think that that's exactly what something should look like but realistically it's not and it can be really expensive so always yeah. use it to kind of think do you know what I really like that color tone or I really like those flowers used but don't take the whole thing as that is exactly what my wedding should look like unless you, yeah. you have an endless budget and you want to then absolutely go for it <laughs> yeah go for it and please hire me <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so taking a slight sidestep um it's a very rare now that i will use microsoft products that's not true basically what i'm saying here is i use canva a lot canva's great mm-hmm. and i can't imagine there are too many people in the world that don't know about canva anymore but canva is a brilliant online i don't even know what you would call it design software it's like i don't know you're right. It's a it's design it's a design software. I'm gonna actually Google Canva and see what it actually calls itself. It's like PowerPoint on steroids, but like good it's steroids. Just creating. It just says it's a graphic design platform. So Canva okay. is a, a graphic design platform which enables you to do presentations and think. That's exactly what we use it for: presentations and proposals and Instagram stories and grid posts you can design everything but you can also do wedding invitations save the dates all of those kinds of whatnots personally prefer my definition of powerpoint on steroids but fine i think it's a much better marketing tool thank you yeah yeah but i use it for literally everything like i have all of my proposals in there i do my wedding bibles in there i the only reason i now use um i still use excel yeah and i still use word I use Word if I'm, most of the time what I'll do is I'll write something in Word and then put it it into Canva. Mm -hmm. Um, But 
Excel I still use all the time because for schedules and stuff like that, it's just a bit easier to um, lay out and it's just a little bit less fiddly. The stuff that you need lots of columns for, so budgets and schedules and stuff like that. But I always copy and paste the table from Excel into Canva so that it still looks nice. Yeah. So if you're looking to do something for stationery or maybe you've got a wedding abroad and you want to do like a bit of an itinerary, Canva is a great place where you can kind of create a brand. You can even create your little brand pack. So if you've got Mm -hmm. colours that you're using for your wedding, you can put that in so that you use that across everything you're doing and it all fits in. Um, As Beck said, Excel is brilliant for schedules and budget planning and something that we would I I don't use anything else for for that format at all. No, neither do I. It's just easier. And like I've got a budget and Excel and a schedule on my budget planning essentials because I do genuinely think they are essentials. Particularly a schedule will help you work out what you do and don't need to do. If you're like really early in your planning stages and you're a bit confused and not sure what's going on and stuff try and write a schedule and then you'll see where the gaps are and then that'll make it so much easier for you to plan because you'll be able to see that you've got a ceremony at one and then you've got a dinner at four and then you'll be able to see very clearly in black and white that you've got a big gap there and you don't know what to do with it oh yeah it's a really good way to kind of frame everything i guess i think if someone said to you said to me what's the two most important things you need for a wedding i'd say a budget and a schedule those are the two mm. things that you need more than anything. But where does Asana come in? <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. And then table planning software. Do we have mm. two different recommendations here? I've seen one. Personally, I've not used this one myself, but I've seen a lot of people recommending All Seated, which I know that you've mm. used before, but you prefer another one. Yeah, I prefer Perfect Table Planner. That, I guess, is a bit more intense than All Seated. All Seated, I do think, is good. But for what I need, it's always been... Maybe it's not. I never really gave it enough time and attention, to be honest, because I really like Perfect Table Plan. Purely because it allows you to import a... Basically, like, a spreadsheet of names. Just stick it straight in there. And then it's really easy to drag and drop people to seats and create your floor plan to scale... um, but if you're looking for something that's just visual, then there are probably other ones which are slightly more user-friendly. Um, yes. But ta- Perfect Table Plan's great for dietaries, um, really like technical information and that sort of thing. It's really good for that sort of stuff. So for all of you who are not wedding planners, <laughs> I think that if you are definitely into your tech and you love it to be really specific and detailed, Perfect Table Planner would probably be the right, right for you. But for the people who would be a bit more, okay, scared by too much information, all seated might be more yeah. user-friendly, exactly. So there's something for everybody because what works for you, Bex, doesn't always work for me. No. So we, we'd like to see different things visually. And obviously everyone likes works a different way as well. Some people like to write things down. Some people like to put it on an iPhone instead. Like I love writing notes rather than putting them in notes on my iPhone. So everyone's got mm. a different way of visually working. I've started doing that, you know. You always send your podcast notes to me on um, a, a snapshot of your actual notes. And I always do my podcast notes in notes on the computer. Yeah. And I don't use it for anything else. I just use it for notes on podcasts. I've got a notebook now. 
A4 notebook, which I am literally writing everything in. So, like, it's basically almost like a diary, I guess, of, like, all of my notes of stuff. And I've got, like, a tracker of the books that I've read this year in it. All sorts of Aww. stuff. All the notes from, like, the courses that I'm doing. It's very fun. Organised, girl. It smells lovely. It smells like a book. I mentioned it, but I didn't actually say anything. But in regards to gift registry, if you're thinking of registry um rather than having maybe envelopes or like a little post box or something at your wedding or wishing well you can do um you can look at places such as prezola zola the wedding shop and honey fund they're the kind of top ones that i would recommend usually for wedding directories you can mm-hmm. also use amazon and etsy and john lewis and all of the kind of usual places that you would usually register for gifts For music and entertainment, if you have got obviously specific music in mind for different parts of a wedding day, it's really good to get Spotify playlists going straight away because then if you like a song, you won't then forget it later on. You can whack it straight into your playlist and then send that list over to your DJ or your band at a later date. Yeah, that's so easy. And like just making sure that you download those playlists so that they're not on a cloud um spotify i'm just thinking about all the stuff that i actually use like on site and stuff um and spotify i use all the time and i would have completely forgotten about that so for there's a really great company called mint have you heard of them yeah and it's it helps for so for money management of course when it comes to the finance part it's all very very personal personally what we did is we have a joint credit card that's with virgin atlantic so every time we spend money we get points um and we've accumulated so much so many points that one like half of our flights for our honeymoon was paid off with with points um Mm. so i think it's always really good to get something that you're gonna get something back from or maybe santander their one two three account you end up getting cash back from them So I think when you're thinking about, at the end of the day, you're going to be spending a lot of money on your wedding, more than what you do on a daily basis for anything else. So it's worth investing in something where you're going to get something back. You can also use Mint, which is great for money management. That's um, an app as well. Um, Or you can look at, you know, um, app-based. Everything's app-based these days, but I use Monzo because you can categorise things and see what you're spending and keep track really well. I think you use Sterling, don't you? Sterling, yeah. Oh, Sterling. Sterling makes more sense because Sterling is money. But yeah, I would, could recommend them like knowing they're so good. Way better than the normal high street banks. RSVP trackers, I use Excel. But Wix and websites like that do have RSVP trackers built into them. So if you're using something like a website that where you're asking people to RSVP online, normally they do have RSVP trackers built into them. But if not, um, Excel. Yeah, yeah, I'm using Wix and it has a tracker on there and it lets me go onto the platform and I just kind of see who said yes, who said no and if someone's coming to like a post-wedding celebration, who's coming to that. So again, that's why Wix is quite helpful because you don't have to worry about creating extra documents for RSVP lists. Yeah. And then the only other thing that I was going to say is hotels. Um, I use booking.com because if you book, I book a lot of hotels um, so I get like a 10% discount. Um so if you are booking a lot of hotels, then it might make sense to put it all through booking.com and you get a little bit of money off. Yeah. If you are doing block bookings, especially for destination weddings, I would always call up the hotel and ask for their group rate because they will usually offer you a discounted rate if you're blocking, say, more than 10 rooms. Otherwise, booking.com. 
I always use it. And a lot of the time you don't you can get um free cancellations or you don't have to necessarily pay up front, which is also quite helpful. Yeah, that is really helpful. You use that quite regularly to be fair. Yeah. You got any books or anything like that that you recommend? Or podcasts? Oh by the way, if you're looking for a podcast that's full of helpful information for planning a wedding, I would highly Probably recommend not people. that useful to say at the twenty ninth minute of this podcast. <laughs> podcasts. Bride Chiller. She does a Bride Chiller. Bride Chiller has been bossing it for a while and she's she's fab. So you've got Bride Chiller, you've got one fab day. Um oh gosh. The only other podcast that I could recommend is um, Brene Brown's podcast. If you're feeling like stressed and stuff, Brene Brown's podcast is brilliant. It's all about mental health and stuff like that. And it's really good. It's called Unlocking Us, I think. So I think another way, um, downloadable templates. Downloadable templates are really helpful if, you, if you're not really good at creating templates yourself or checklists and keeping track. You can go on Etsy and find loads. And I'm just saying, because we also have some downloadable templates that you also might find helpful. I can't believe, I feel like I'm plugging everything. Plug in L. Sorry, kids. <laughs> there are other other options are available. But, but templates are really helpful. And I have downloaded yeah. them before. And I have also downloaded the Bright Chiller templates and they are very good as well. <laughs> well done. Um, and yeah, and like there are lots of wedding planning books and stuff like that, like... Not books that you would read, but books like workbooks, I guess. Planner books, organisers. Yeah, planner books and organiser type things that you can get on Etsy, which for some people, some people love that kind of thing. Um, I have just pulled out my one that my sister-in-law-to-be brought me. It's called Le Petite Wedding Book, and it is absolutely beautiful. I've seen quite a few of them, and I think, hands down, this is the most beautiful one. It's really, it's got tons of illustrations, but it takes you through every single element of your planning. It's got little preparations, it's got things that you write down on how you got engaged and all of that kind of thing. It's beautiful. So Le Petite Wedding Book, I massively, massively recommend it. Could be quite nice, a nice little memory thing. Yeah, it does. It can't, it lets you do your journey, and you kind of add things like um, you can put your flowers in there, like maybe your dried flowers post wedding. So it's really, really lovely, like a little keepsake. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? Flat shoes. <laughs> Flat shoes for the wedding day. I don't know. I was just thinking about things that are essential to me. Flat shoes. Flat shoes. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that's trainers. a terrible piece of wedding. Ice cream. <laughs> Ice cream is a bloody very, hot. <laughs> it's very hot. It's so, I'm literally stuck. I've shut all the doors and the windows so that I don't get any oh, no. kind of sound. And now I'm I'm really tired all of a sudden as well. It's because it's fucking hot. It is. <laughs> How hot is it? Gosh, it's twenty six degrees and it's oh, ten o'clock in the morning. It's too hot. I need to go and get my car washed. Okay. We should probably stop this then so you can get your car washed. <laughs> Start telling everybody what Sorry. I'm doing for the rest of the day. To get car washed. <laughs> oh, All right then. Right, well, I'm going to go and sit in the garden. Okay. Thank you for talking to me about wedding planning and thank you to Larry Anna. You're welcome, Rebecca. Speak to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Wedding People podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. And don't forget, you can always get in touch via the details on our show notes. Thanks again for listening and we hope you can tune in to our next episode.